When I think about the wisest person I know, uh, I picture my grandfather, Jackson Michael Doggett Sr. But I called him Papa. Papa was a presence. He was this tall man with this jolly belly, but he was often the quietest in a room. He was quiet, but you felt his presence. He was quiet, but when he opened his mouth, he made every single word he said count. He taught me that oftentimes the quietest person in the room is actually the wisest. It's not the one who's talking a mile a minute. It's not the one who has an answer to every question. It's the one who sits, who listens, who thinks, and then responds, and only speaks when it improves upon the silence. I want to be like my papa. I want to be wise. I want to be slow to speak and quick to listen and to only speak when my voice and my words improve upon the silence. Today's episode is dedicated to my grandfather who closed his eyes for the final time on Monday, April 17, 2023. This episode features storytellers responding to the prompt, who do you picture when you think of the wisest person you know? Tell me about them. Let's listen. When I think about the wisest person that I know, I always immediately think of my mother because it's the choice that I always made when I was asked that question as a kid. Um, my mom started her own business when I was born so that she could raise her children the way that she wanted and give them the life that she wanted for herself. And I've always admired that a lot in her and her ability to make selfless decisions for her family. And I don't always think of being wise as necessarily being the most intelligent, but making decisions with your heart first. see here who do I picture when I think of the wisest person I know well there's two people the first one is Tenya Khan who is a Zen Buddhist monk and the second one is myself <laughs> um, in all seriousness I grew up with a lot of Buddhist principles and practices and while I don't associate with being Buddhist today a lot of the teachings that Tenya Khan taught me was really to just be mindful and to be present. And the poetry that he writes is just so simple and it's very deep. My favorite quotes from him is about being fresh, uh, being fresh like a tree. So when you're in nature and you sit next to a tree, 
it doesn't have to do anything, but slowly but surely over time, you start to feel better because the tree is stable. The tree is fresh. Eventually, you you might feel better and, and feel more recharged. So I just try to take these little quotes and sayings and isms that he shares and apply it to my daily life. I said myself as a second person because I look forward to seeing how wise I'm going to be years from now. And um, I think that's just another way for me to think of things in a spiritual way where I know I'm going to be much wiser years, decades from now, and it's all going to make sense. Um, so when I'm feeling a little bit ungrounded, I can I try to just like think of myself into the future and then use that as a way to, uh, I guess, ground and comfort myself in the uncertainty that I might be facing in the present. So, yeah, those are my two people. This person I know hands down has to be my grandfather as the pastor of our church and essentially the matriarch of our family I think for me he was inherently always going to be the wisest person but as I got older I just started to really understand why he was really an altruist and um, where his wisdom came from and I think that his um, wisdom and just the observations that he would provide to me really just developed through him being in a war and also growing up in more of a rural environment. And so he really has a deeper connection with the world around him. And I think through him, I really started to understand the concept of gratitude. So what it really means to be present with what you have and really enjoy and uh, appreciate that in order to gain what comes next. And so for me, being able to soak up his knowledge throughout my life and even now has just been so beneficial. And I still call him probably one of the only altruists that I know um, because I, I really do truly think that um, that title and that label just fits who he is outside of him being the wisest person that I know. When I think about the wisest person I know, Probably the first person to come to mind would be Pastor Myron Edmonds. He is a Seventh-day Adventist pastor um, out in Cleveland, Ohio. And my wife and I were fortunate enough to have him conduct our pre-engagement counseling before we got married and before we got engaged. And he also officiated our wedding. Um, he is a great pastor, but also a great leader. Um, he's very self-aware um, and also just has a lot of like wise advice. Um, during my wife and I's pre-engagement counseling, 
I learned more about myself and a little bit about life. It was more than just pre-engagement counseling. I felt like I was gaining counsel personally. Um, And he is very personable. He cares about people. Um, And I guess, you know, it's also important that he is a leader in a church. So there's a lot of people who seek counsel from him um, by means of God. And you can tell that he's very connected to Christ, which is great because he's probably like, you know, well, he is the wisest being ever. Um, so he would probably, Pastor Myron Edmonds would probably be the wisest person that I know. wisest person I know is my wife. I would say the reason I believe that is just how she has shown me her thinking pattern over the years. For instance, while I'm looking at a situation, thinking about directly the person that I'm impacting or who might impact me, she's thinking about the persons down the line who's connected to the person that I might be dealing with directly and how it might impact not only the, the one direct person I'm talking about, but also the person who might be connected to that person. So she thinks much broader, much deeper, and the consequences um, about the situation. So, you know, the old saying when people say you're playing checkers while the other person is playing chess, I think that's what she does. She's thinking about the multiple moves on the board, four, five, ten moves down the road, and how this one decision can potentially reflect the outcome 10 moves from now. The other thing I think that's helpful is the viewpoint that she gives as a woman. That viewpoint of a caring and a nurturing person, she will look at it from how does that make other people feel? And is that what you're intending to do? You know, is that how you want that person to feel uh, based on this decision that you make? And how um, will that be perceived of you? Because the other thing is you want to be sure that people perceive you in a positive way. Right. So um, she thinks about all of those things uh, in decisions that are made that are consequential. So I think that shows quite a bit of wisdom that you're thinking about so many different things to come up with the best and the most optimal uh, decision or solution for whatever you might face.
Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Crowdsourced. See you next time.